0: So, my name's Kevin, um, Coach Kevin, I am the founder and the coach of Boundless, and um, I guess we'll talk about Boundless a little later, but that's who I am, right. and this is... I'm David, um, you know, I bumped into Kevin, and
1: it's been a wild journey, but very worth sharing, so I think that's why we're here today, you know, creating and trying to expand the brand, because I really believe in it, and obviously he does too, because, you know... That's where you're running the damn like you know show at the gym and your fitness stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, but more than that, we want the outreach to even be greater, you know, uh, because I really like what's what you have going on. Um, so tell me a little bit more about Boundless, what it is.
0: So Boundless is a combination of fit. I call it fitness and well-being. So fitness and well-being. I have a background in fitness. Okay. And then fitness, specifically in CrossFit, I was coaching it for um, seven years or so. And during this seven years, I also got deep into my own inner work, finding my own happiness, Mm. peace, and diving into spirituality. Essentially, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. I read a quote today. It says, spirituality is the science of being happy. I like that. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. So, um, spirituality. So, I got deep into that. And while I was managing and coaching uh, CrossFit Gym, I noticed so many people spend a lot of time and energy into their health. Right. Right. And what we think of health is exercise, eat well. Right. And then all these guys go to the gym every single day and try to eat healthy for the most part as best as they can. Um, and I see this day in and day out. They've spent so much time on their health. But there's another aspect, um, which is what I call their well-being. Right. How, how are they living? How are, how are they in general? Like, are they happy? Are they right. at peace? Are they um, fulfilled? That right. kind of question of if you're in a good place or not. So at the same time, I was on my own personal journey for several years, going on retreats to India and all over the states.
1: Um, but at this time,
0: when you were doing this, you were
1: still sorry, just birth right now, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, during this time, you're still only coaching as a side
0: thing, or were you doing this full time? Um, good question. So, let me see. Let me take it back. Set the stage for us. So, during this time, it was... So, actually, going back, I was an engineer previously. I went to school for engineering. I did engineering for, I think, probably eight, nine years. Um, Including my internships, probably closer to ten years. Um, And then...
1: But during those 10 years, fitness has always been kind of like a thing, right? Like you've always worked out while still working professionally.
0: Uh, yes. So actually I was always kind of into health and fitness for the most part. So during this time I was also working out, right? So actually let's, let's go back. So the full story, full story, full story. Give them the full story. So during my time as a engineer, went to college um after that got into a job and then kind of worked my way up and went up pretty quickly um starting from entry-level engineer to management in like three years and then from there kind of kept working my way up into higher roles and um all of it was fine for the most part until i started getting a little higher, higher. I'm starting working with the board of directors, right, right, the right. VPs, the owners, and stuff. And it started dawning on me: um, if I keep working at this pace, kept working my butt off and trying to climb up the ladder, right, right, right. this is where I'm going to be in the future, right. right? Is this what I'm striving for? And then that thought came in, and I was just like, man, like paying attention a little bit more to these guys. And noticing, like, that's not who the type of person I wanna be. Right. That's not the lifestyle I want. Um, and then that came, that thought came. And then as I kinda keep going, I, I started seeing it more of like, man, like, there's no way I can keep doing this for 10, 20, 20 right. years. And, and if that's gonna be my future, like, dude, I do not want that at all. Right, right. And it just came becoming, it became more certain as I had just paid attention instead of getting lost and just work, 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 work. Kind of stepped back and was like, wow, is this what I want? Um, And then I started feeling like internally just start feeling trapped, feeling trapped, feeling unhappy of like where life may be if I continue this path. Right. Um, trapped as in, I, re- I recently got married, happy, um, bought a home, things were great. So externally, everything was fine. This was all internally. Um, so the thought came, get married. What's next? You're gonna have kids, you're gonna have families. And once you have kids, then you are for sure gonna have to provide for yeah. your family. And if I wanted to make a change, I had to do it soon right um because once I have a kid i would I might be trapped. There's a lot of people in my company that are unhappy, but they had to do it because bills responsibility responsibilities, family, responsibilities right? all that and I see them they're and they're in their late forties fifties um and they're you could tell they're miserable um but they're still coming in because they have to.
1: But on the outside, though, they have it all, right? They have a job, they have...
0: Very steady job, okay. high-paying job, nice car, probably a nice house. Right.
1: Their title sounds great on LinkedIn.
0: Yeah. Um, nice title, right. chief, blah, 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 or right. whatever it is. Right. But, like, I mean, seeing them every day, talking to them, you can... You know that they're unhappy. I mean, they clearly say it. They're not hiding it either. Um, But it's just like... So... For me, being young, I'm, I'm seeing this, and it's like, dude, that I don't want to go there at all. I could already get a taste of it, and that's not where I want to be. Right. So I went into a big uh, slump. Um, so I started trying to figure out what I want to do, figure out who, what makes me happy. So I went through, I started, um, and at this time, I started doing CrossFit. I was like, wow, this is this is awesome. I started doing it for a year, and then I got my coaching certificate, and then I started coaching. It's great, and then also at the same time, I was like, you know what? I always wanted to do martial arts too. I loved martial arts when I was a kid. Never got a chance to do it, so I started doing martial arts, and I also started teaching at that school too. Um, and then at the time, it was taking. I was doing my full-time job, doing my Workouts, coaching, and on some days I would go um, train at the martial arts school and also teach on some days, just getting busy, finding fulfillment, finding something to kind of fill in this void, this emptiness right. and then even at the same time for something else, I started volunteering at this um, nonprofit that tutors homeless kids just to just to find fulfillment right. Um, Because working behind a desk, um, for engineering, we were making products that, like implantable medical devices and um, working on hybrid cars like energy components for solar panels, turbines, all sorts of things that can be valuable. But being behind a desk and just doing the design work, never seeing the Like, you know, the end product of like, oh, wow, you're making a difference or anything like that. You never see that that much. You're just behind the desk, project completed. Okay, here's the next project. So there was that lack of fulfillment. So hence, I was also trying to do something to kind of fill in that, that missing part. And even though I was doing all this, it was still just kind of empty. It came to a point where... I was just like man there's like I there was I don't know like what I can do. I felt trapped. I was afraid that like this is going to be my life. And came to a point where internally I was so uh like I just knew I had to make a change. Like internally it was just on fire. It was like you have to make a change now. I didn't know what to do. I tried different things I also tried getting my wife was like maybe you get a different job another company who um, cares more about balance and stuff like that I did that too and same for the most part the same Um, at any point did you consider like therapy or
1: anything along those lines
0: no I never really considered therapy Um, no I didn't consider therapy because I knew there wasn't anything or at least to me I thought there wasn't anything wrong with me. Right. I I was just knew that the life path that I was going wasn't going to bring me fulfillment and happiness. Right. And I was afraid that if I continue have kids and stuff that I might be trapped in it. Right. That I would have no choice. And this was about
1: like 5 years ago too. And I I feel like 5
0: years ago around this that was time. About 5 years, yeah.
1: I don't think therapy and even mental health was even being discussed on the world stage just quite yet as it is nowadays right as it is today right, right. And, and I feel like back then it was a little bit more taboo right yeah. did you feel like you had a lot of people that you could talk to about this
0: situation that you were going through or was it no, kind of No just... not no um I think it, I didn't have a lot of people to talk to um even my wife she's just like what's like what's going on like right. we have we just got married. We have like, you have a nice job. Like we have a nice home in Orange County. Like what's like, why? Like, why are you going through this? And I, to be honest, I didn't know either. It was just, it was just there and I couldn't get rid of it. And I think that's probably my heart or my inner guidance or something just telling me like you, like you need to make a change. Right. And so There was a member at this time i was coaching at um the crossfit gym and there was a member who i just kind of knew as acquaintance right she says hi i coach Um, never had like deep conversation or anything but i knew on her email it was um her name at discovering your life purpose right i was like oh my life purpose so that's all i knew and then I emailed her. Um, at this one point, I didn't even know why, I just felt like the urge to email her. I emailed her saying, hey, this is what I'm going through. Um, I just saw that you have this business or this thing you do. Um, do you have time to chat? Right.
1: It's one hell of a catch line though for discovering
0: your life purpose, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like when you see that, you know? Like yeah. It's not like at Gmail or at Yahoo or whatnot, right? right,
1: now, right? Like, so.
0: so yeah, so I emailed her out of the blue told her my situation and then she came back and she was like hey Kevin um, I can't meet up to talk right now I'm actually out of the country in India India, on a on a, a retreat on a course but I'll pray for you and we can meet up on the way back or when I come back right so I think about a week and a half later she came back and then we met up so we met up at Corner Bakery in Irvine And then I just tell her what I was going through and what she does specifically is she does like vision, vision boards, um, that, and that was her thing. And her job was helping CEOs or like business owners,
1: right? big bosses.
0: Yeah. Pretty much how to, um, make, I guess, best, better decisions to better their company and make create more wealth. Right. So kind of like consulting, but on like a, more of like, yeah, consulting, but more on kind of almost a spiritual level. Right. Cause she helps them like find their deepest fear and like find their power. Right. Like within them, um, and vision boards. And then she was telling me this and she told me her story too. Um, and she told me her story, which is very unique. I didn't know this but she has an ability kind of like a I wouldn't say like a psychic ability but she said she had this when she was 12, 13 or 14 somewhere around that age where she can just like tune into people and like know know them in a very deeper level like tune into their soul I don't even know what it's called right. but it's not like psychic it's cuz psychics like knowing like kind of seeing the future but she's like she can look into see a person and then tell that person what their soul's purpose is
1: i know this might be a little off tangent but my wife just did this like life design thing where she gave her age her date of birth where she was born and they pumped out this 40 page report about like all her personalities natal charts something like that something like that something yeah. like that yeah. i haven't I haven't had the time to look into it yet but like you know what i'm saying it's insane what people can like really just you know really
0: dig oh, yeah. dig out and
1: understand about you which is like small like vital you know what i'm saying like small like factors right
0: yeah um
1: yeah we could talk about all yeah. that later on too <laughs> on
0: another episode right 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 but she told me like that like she had this gift and like when she was younger she could also like can hear people's thoughts or, like, kind of see what's going to happen to them. Like, or even big events that happened in their lives previously. Right. And as a kid, she was freaked out. It took her, like, a, maybe into her mid-20s or so to finally be okay with it. Um, but she has kind of, like, developed it over time. And now it's using it to help people discover their life purpose. Right, right, right. And she's telling me all this. And I was like, wow, like, that's that's amazing and also like a crazy story. Um, and what she was getting at is she said, and what she does is she also uses that to kind of help in her job, um, with the CEOs and business owners of like, based on what she can see, how they can't, what they can do to improve. Right. And she was a successful person. And she asked me, Kevin, do you, um, it's totally up to you, but do you want to know? Do you want me to look in and tell you like what I see? And it's a big question, right? Right. Um, one of the icebreakers I asked in class one time was, if you had the chance to, if someone came up to you and tell you that I can tell you your future, where you're gonna be in twenty years exactly, would you want to know? Right. And then throughout my classes, it was like half and half. A lot of people were like, no, it takes away the surprise. I wouldn't want to know. Right. So the other half is like, yes, like I do want to know. That'd be kind of cool. And before that, for me, I was like, no, like that takes the mystery of life away. Like I I wouldn't want to know. But because at that point that I was kind of like, I I'm, need something. Right. Like, I need going some through all guidance. You're looking for answers at that time. Yeah. So So I said, yes. um, Yes, I would love to. And then I asked her about it a little bit more before she went into it. Asked her, like, so is there like destiny or is there free will or like based on this, like, what, how do you see, um, how do you see like that aspect? And she told me, well, Kevin, like, what I see is like everyone has some kind of like strengths or even some kind of like their purpose here on earth. And um, and sometimes I see one person and it's like, okay, this is like their purpose, but they're like 10% there. So they'll probably never, they'll never reach that point. And there'll be some others, which is kind of where I am is there's their purpose. And then they're probably like 60% there or something. And it's kind of my job to kind of steer them right to the more into their life's purpose. Um, and kinda of guide them in that direction. So to answer the destiny destiny, faith or destiny or free will, it's everyone kinda has a destiny or a strength or a purpose. Right. But it's also free will whether you're gonna go there or not. Right. And it's and I was like, ooh, I never thought of it that it's way. A behind but And she says that's what that's what she sees right um so she goes on and tells me my thing actually looking back at everything that point changed my whole life right and i don't think it was an accident in any way now looking back um because now looking back i see that everything kind of lines up so going back to the story she tells me my um, and which so at the time I think I was 29 years old or so um, 2016 so 29 years old and um, where was I going with this I almost forgot my train of thought so I was 29 years old when she told me oh yeah, what she told me was, what's going to happen to me, she told me at age 40 and up. So that in between, from 29 to 40, she didn't see anything. Or at least she didn't tell me. Okay. Um, and one of, and I'm not going to go into details, but one of the thing was, um, by the age of 40, you're going to become fully enlightened. And I was just like, what? What is that? <laughs> right. I, I always knew about what it is, kind of, but I was just like, like what? Like, how is that even? Like, okay, um, I w- didn't know what um, it really meant. Um, and then she was saying, yeah, by that age you're gonna get fully enlightened, and then you're gonna do this, blah blah blah, and then right. kind of go on with my detail. But that was like a big thing. Right. So she was like, "Yeah, you have kind of a spiritual path," and it made sense to me because I've always been intrigued in it throughout my life. But just dabbled with it, read some books, and um, things like that.
1: I feel like that's a whole another episode into defining what enlightened. <laughs> yes. Really is right. Because yeah. Yeah be sure there's going to be listeners and whatnot that are going to be watching this and like what the what is enlightened you know yeah so enlightenment
0: comes in a lot of word a lot of names enlightenment nirvana samadhi um maybe higher consciousness something like that right right um so at the time i was just like what does that even really mean right um all i knew is like oh buddha is is enlightenment. That's what you usually relate the two. At least for us Asians, right? When we think of
1: enlightenment, we we think of like those... Like, yeah. Buddha. Buddha, right?
0: right? The awakened one. So, um, she told me, and she told me my thing, and I just remember when she told me my... where I'm going to be at in like 40, my early 40s, I remember my mind was just blown. And I remember my my insides felt so like, yes, yes, like it was just like, was bright on, like it just resonated with so, so much that I knew that there was that craving. Right. I couldn't even explain it. It was just like, for that time of being so almost lost, that it was like the first time where it was just like, now there's like spark in it again. Right. In tune with yourself a little bit, right? Right. And then, um, so I asked her i told I asked her like well, like if this is going to happen, that's in like a little over ten years. what do I even do right. And she said, the course where she was at recently that she just came back from in India it was a spiritual course um, and she is since that happened her gift happened to her at in her early teens she says since then she's been kind of like a spiritual junkie because she wanted to know more like why am I why do I have this why can't I see this there's more than just this physical world right so she started getting into spirituality and she she's told me she's gone through all parts of the world taking courses and retreats and this and that and she said this past one in India is the most powerful one she's ever been to and she says I don't know what you're supposed to do until then but I would probably suggest you kind of look into this um, because from all the paths I've gone to, this is the most powerful. And um, she told me about it. The course that I was looking into was a 21-day course plus plus travel times. It's about four weeks. And at the time, I was doing my full-time engineering job and I was coaching part-time. And I was just like, There's no way I can take a month off for both. Um, Just my professional engineering side, like taking two weeks off is already kind of hard to for a company, let alone a full month off. Right. Um, And I'll burn your PTO that you've saved
1: up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And even if I had the PTO, it's like frowned upon. Right. Why are you asking a month off? Like, don't you care about whatever? Right. It's it's kind of a hard thing to ask a month off. Right. So I was just like, I don't know if I could take a month off. Um, and plus, like, like the cost and the funds and all that. And she was like, you know what? This place is, there's some kind of magic to it. She says, if you are meant to go, and this place, she's, she told me, she, this place isn't like anyone just goes like, it's almost like if you are fit or you are called to it, then it will happen for you. And after being in it for a couple years, there's a lot of stories of people in there that's just somehow has been called to it. Um, and she said, if this is right for you, like it's gonna happen. Um, and I was like, okay, um, so what do I do? And she was like, oh, meet this one, this one guy in San Diego. He's been in this program for some time Um, he can give you this Diksha, which is kind of, they call it like a oneness blessing or energy, divine energy transfer um, meditation type of thing. So I went there and then she said, yeah, go here. Um, It's free. He's he's one of the most purest um, guy I know that does this. So go down there, take it, and then probably once you have that um, in that zone, maybe just ask, ask the universe, ask the divine, whatever you connect with, right. if this is the right path for you. And I, um, so I did it. And was that out of your comfort zone at that time, or do you just, you know, stay
1: what? And jump straight into it?
0: Exactly. At that time, I was looking for change, right. I knew something. I had to do something and I so I just went went completely open and just went there did the thing Um, and and he also was kind of a one that made me say okay I I want I'm gonna do this because he was he told me his story he was in TM which is transcendental meditation Um, he was a monk for forgot 10 or 15 years but a really long time he was a monk for 10 or 15 years and he said during that time he devoted his life to attaining enlightenment I was like ooh enlightenment again awesome Um, but he said during that 10 15 years he could kind of talk the talk but after discovering um, this in India now he says he can walk talk which is now like it made the switch he kind of lived as a monk trying to find the truth or true inner peace and happiness but it wasn't until this that kind of flipped the switch for him and i was just like wow like that's amazing um and then we did the we did the process and during this time Um, you go into kind of this, he has like a, I don't know what you would call in the Western world. Maybe it's not so much like a prayer room, but like a sacred room where you can, like a space for divine or your time to pray or your time to meditate or something like that. Right. And, um, so he did a process where I can go in there and kind of connect with my divine. Is that they kept saying my divine and at the time i didn't have a divine i i didn't know if i believe in god i wasn't religious i grew up in a buddhist family that um it's not like we go to temples regularly or anything like that um my dad was a hardcore meditate meditator he would meditate for a few hours every day um but it was just kind of a lifestyle. He, he did that for his own practice, and that was normal to me growing up. Okay. But anyways, um, so I didn't know what my divine was, is what I'm trying to get at. But anyways, I just asked. I just In that room, I asked, like, hey, um, is this 21-day course in India thorough my where I'm supposed to go? Um, and of course, I wasn't sure. I was like, Am I going to hear an answer? Am I going to see something? And I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, well, if it is, like, please show me some kind of sign or at least I would have to be able to take a month off and um, have the money to go. And if I do go, I also ask, I want to take my dad with me because my dad is a hardcore meditator and um,
1: might have some kind of... And like, it'll be a good father-son
0: trip. And... Mm -hmm. That's what he's kind of been looking for in his life. And I was like, you know what? If I go, like, I want to take my dad too. And I want to, and he's on retired disability. So I was like, I want to have the money to be able to pay for my trip, his trip, and a month. So I kind of had this request, this, like, if this is right for me, I need to be able to take a month off. Plus, I want to have the funds and to be able to take my dad. Cramp. Um, Life of a fitness coach. Yeah. Um, So, anyways, that was that was my conversation with your first conversation. My first conversation with my divine or my universe universe or whatever it is. One week later from that, a member from my gym just came up to me and was like. Kevin, um, you're an engineer. And I was like, yes, how'd you know? Oh, I was looking on the website and then found that you, are, you have an engineering background and you blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. Uh, he was like, I'm actually a VP of engineering at, this, at the company that's just across the street from the gym. And, we're, and I'm, I need to hire an engineering project manager. Um, but the problem is a lot of engineers aren't very good with people or social or, you know. Right. Right, right. So, and he was like, and I, like, I know you as a coach, like you're a very personal guy, very likable, you communicate well. Um, and if you have an engineering background and you understand the technical, um, lingo, I think you'll be a, a great fit. Right. So the perfect combo. Right, and then I was like, "Wow, oh, that's awesome." But, anyways, long story short, he pulls his strings. I wasn't even qualified for that position because um, that was kind of a higher position, and he he pulled his strings. The pay was a lot more. The schedule was a 4:10 schedule, which was even better. It was closer to my home, right across from the gym. I I also told him I still want to be able to coach because I. This is something I enjoy um, with that work. And he said, yes, we can make that work as well. So like all the thing, all of these things just lined up perfectly. So of course um, I took the job. Oh, before taking the job, I asked them, Hey, I kind of, I have plans for a month. Is it okay if I continue with that, um, continue with that plan and have that month off? And he said, well, if you have it already booked, then yes, you can take it off. I just can't pay you during that month. Cool, Um, I'll take it. So I think I worked for three or four months and then three or four months with the higher income, got enough funds for me and my dad um, to go on this India trip plus a month that I can take off to go. Right. It all happened. Like it just lined up perfectly. So I went on this trip, Um, and 21 days, it's funny, it was a 21 day retreat course, and I invited my dad, thinking this would be a great father-son thing, and the first day we came, um, it it talked about what the course is, and that we should be in, I think the term is mana or Mona, which means silent, (laughs) so it was a silent retreat. Meaning you don't talk um, and it's not like you don't talk ever. You can talk to the, the monks or the teachers or if you go to the cafeteria, if you need something, you can talk. But what they're trying to do is you don't talk with each other. You don't share your experiences. You don't do this because it's a personal, individual, internal journey. So by talking to others saying, oh, did you see this? Or did you experience this? Now it convolutes your experience. Right now you're comparing with others or this and that. So the best way is to stay with and just trust your own process and because everyone's going to be different. Right. So that's why it was uh, silent. So anyway, so that 21 days was a silent thing. So me and my dad didn't get to talk much. Um, but... I don't know how much detail I want to go into. The Maybe we course. can save the detail for like another episode, or another episode. Yeah. but I guess another episode, let's say I did the 21-day course. My whole everything changed completely. Before coming in, I felt lost, I felt trapped. I had all these questions, fundamental questions. What's my purpose? Why? blah 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 right? Um, what am I going to do? All this. And then after the course, all of it was gone. I was, I had so much joy internally. I felt so much peace and so much love for everything and everyone um, that these questions no longer arose. Like it wasn't there anymore. It was just, I was just so good inside. Fulfilled, complete, just within my own being. At home, everything's still the same. Um so no longer feeling trapped I felt complete um I felt fulfilled or not even not even that lack of emptiness or anything like that and it was just like a very happy internal state so I came home um on this high um and as soon as I came home that same weekend my the owner of the gym called me and says, Hey, Kevin, um, do you have time to meet up for coffee? And this was like, I think the same weekend or a couple days after I came back, I said, sure. Um, we need a chat. So he, uh, so I met up with coffee and he told me, Hey, Kevin, we have an opportunity right now to take on two other gyms and kind of expand what we currently have. And, um, And in order to do this, I kind of need my A-team, my A-coaches. And I know you have your professional career with a good pay. And I know this is asking a lot, but I just want you to consider um, to take this on full-time. And so that we can manage, expand our, our gym, our business. And I was like, wow. And he was like, and this is what I can offer you financially and I was like this is probably a lot less than what you're making but um, I just wanted to at least throw that out there for you to consider so I looked at how much the, the salary was and went home did the calculations and I was like wow this salary is exactly enough for me and my wife to sustain our current lifestyle pay all the bills, go go out to eat on weekends and kind of sustain our current lifestyle. The only thing that I couldn't do was save as much. Before I had all this, all the extra money was going to savings or whatever. So I can keep my current lifestyle, do something that I enjoyed, that I loved, that was probably more authentic, um, and meaningful for me. And I was like, man, um, this just came right now. And I was still in a good state. Talked to my wife, told her, hey, this is the offer. And she just asked, will we be okay financially? And I showed her, yes, we can. We, we have enough to live our the same as we live, we just won't be able to save as much. And she says, Well, if that, um, if we'll be financially okay and that's what your heart tells you or will make you happy, then okay. So I did it, called or talked to my company, gave them my two weeks' notice, and from there started the fitness journey. Um, and. Yeah, so since then, coaching, I was still doing coaching, my fitness, and also at the same time, since that course, I have been like like my passion, my my interest has been on spirituality, the science of happiness. Um so I've been like during this time, of course, coach um doing that fitness and on for myself I continued to I continued to go to that those courses every year In I India. would go back to India right right and then I would also take courses that they offered um within the states and then I was like so like amped up cuz every time I was doing this I was just so much better like internally I was happier I was I was just like I know it was it was weird because externally now I probably make less but inside I was just on cloud nine I was I was happy I was I felt connected I felt alive I felt so much energy and I was like man like I want like this is so important like I this is worthwhile like I need to find out more or at least continue on this path so I started following other like gurus and masters and taking more courses and retreats and getting initiated to various practices to kind of further along my journey right and as i kept going i was just realizing this is so important this is so important and um how come it's not brought out like to public to, to the, the public, public right, right? To the. How isn't it like more known? Right. Or even people even talk about like their inner well being, like their inner state, or how like are they happy inside? Like, oh, you like this is such a game changer. And here I am as a coach. People are spending um, $200 every month on membership, going to the gym every day, trying to eat healthy and this and that. And They're missing like this one crucial thing. You become fitter physically, you become mentally stronger, yes, all that, but there's this whole other side that just changes life overall. Right. Um, Your happiness, your peace, your just like how connected are you with the world and with other people and... Yourself. And yourself. Right. And I was just, and that and during that time I started offering meditation classes I started doing meditations for the CrossFit community as weird as that sounds I was doing it um offering these classes it was good it was received very well um usually CrossFit you think hardcore um working out all that loud blaring music people because I was a coach there and all these athletes we have a relationship and they trust me um and they trust me as a coach they love me as a coach so kevin's offering this new thing yeah i'll try it out so i did all sorts of stuff during that time i did um like general meditation i also did that oneness blessing the diksha energy transfer that i was initiated to in india um i also created this new class called strength within where i would combine work like preparing, prepping yourself in the internal mental state so that you can go into a one rep max lift and be in the right place internally right okay. so i would have this class where you would do like kind of this internal meditation slash visualization prep work And then after you would go down and then we'll warm up and we'll build up to a one rep max for whatever lift we choose for the, for the day. And people were getting PRs They were getting PRs. Even if they haven't been training, like they weren't on like a four or eight week cycle squat program or anything like that. They just kind of came in from their regular training and then did this and they were PRing. so onto something or right. something's working the
1: results were showing for themselves
0: yeah and even just the meditation alone like people were having all sorts of like positive response wow like this like I saw this or like mystical experiences or just different states that arises within them and like clearing and healing and all sorts of stuff that I couldn't really explain but I was initiated to do this and so I did it so, anyways, that was going on. And then, so pretty much that too is what led to Boundless. It's now combining fitness and well being um, together into one. So, Boundless, I have, so in each class, I kind of combine it because if you're spending an hour each day, I figured if you so each class, you spend a little bit of time on meditation, about seven seven minutes. We do a little meditation before class, then we move into yoga, and that's kind of our general warm up and also a good transition between the meditation and the workout, also loosening up our joints or spines and all the and flexibility, all the um, benefits of yoga. Right. And then the bulk of the class, we do the workout. And so I figured if everyone, if all these people are investing one hour of their day consistently, if I can have them meditate as well and bring in practices that I have learned and that has worked for me and has transformed my life, if I can just squeeze this in at the beginning of each class, now those people who are coming in five days a week, they're meditating five days a week. Right. Um. And say they do this five days a week, a month down, a couple months down, a year. Now they've been consistently have added this into their daily their routine. Right. So now they are taking time out for themselves. Have t- time for silence, kind of tapping in into their own inner guidance. Their um and whatever i do whatever i teach at at that time um and yeah that's what kind of balance is now it's kind of a mixture so you have that aspect during the class and then also we have the traditional of workout um weights and all that stuff so right. It's kind of a... It's a new concept. It was kind of funny at first, and I didn't know if how people were would sh- respond, honestly. I was a little nervous of... What? Like, a little bit of meditation, and then, like, a, kind of a hardcore type of workout. Like, that's kind of, like, on opposite ends, and all in one hour time. But... Here we are, right? Here we are. Right. Um, people are loving it. I'm... People are sharing their stories, how they have, how it has helped their life, how it has transformed them. And um, so it's great. Um, And also we have a story too of how you came into yeah, down list too, and yeah. we can share that on another episode.
1: Yeah, I think on another episode before we talk your ears off on this first episode. But yeah, our, my story, uh, very similar to yours, and it's kind of uh, was eye opening when we sat down together there our first time and we talked about it. And I was like, wow, you know, like there's no way like this is happening, you know? Yeah, because um, I was kind of new into it, you know, like my journey. I was kind of like taking my first steps into it, and finding out that we aligned so much similarly was kind of eye opening. But at the same time, it also gave me affirm, like a reaffirmation, that I was doing the right thing. You know, I was following my happiness and working on my uh, the the harder self work. You know, um, and it just confirmed to me that I was doing the right things. You know, um, and it's a wild story. Uh, so we'll definitely do another episode on it. But um, the long
0: story short, you had you had a, you had a similar story. Right to me. Yeah, I was, you I was were 29. I was 29. Working at some Fortune 500 company. Right, 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 big top company
1: out here, um, you know, doing cool work, I guess, you know? Uh, a lot of college graduates would love to be in the position that I was in, you know? I was Getting up paid there. well, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I was working with the big bosses, you know, the VPs and like the senior leaders, you know. It sounded cool on paper, you know.
0: Yeah. They always like
1: bigged up like, you know, my my brand image that I was creating in the professional sphere, you know, mm-hmm. like People were always, you know, telling me that, you know, the position I'm in, I'm lucky to be in and, you know, I'm doing great work and all that stuff. And something just didn't feel right. You know, I didn't feel fulfilled. I wasn't happy, you know, um, I was looking for a change in environment for sure. But then during the mist, during the wild times during COVID, I think, you know, it really amplified. Um, the way I was feeling internally, you know. Um, and I, I don't think it was only due to um, what I was going through in life, but it was also the societal, like, you know, um, message that was kind of being broadcasted, you know. During during the, the beginning of the COVID pandemic, it was a lot of fear, a lot of, like, um, tension, racial tension and all that. And all that really combined to really bring me down to like the worst i've ever felt, you know? Um and i was just tired of that. I was tired of that. I knew that there was more to life than just feeling shitty all the time, you know? And i didn't want to rely on antidepressants, you know. I tried therapy, i tried a psychiatrist. So you did try all that. I did try that. Yeah, i did try that. Listen to my wife, um, you know. And they helped, you know, but they weren't the answer. And I don't know, I just didn't want to try another, like, antidepressant. I didn't want to keep on using Adderall. You know, it just didn't feel like that was a fix, you know. Keep on trying to solve things, looking at one problem on its own.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But, like, you kind of experience, you know, things are more connected, you know. Like, there is something bigger out there that when we really work on this whole well-being aspect, you know, like, we tend to gloss over it. But when we really do the work, I feel like things tie together and things really start unfolding. Um, Yeah. So I was going through some deep, dark, wild times, you know. I fell off a cliff socially, you know. I really didn't connect with any of my friends anymore. Uh, I was going through some really, really dark times that, looking back on it, was really scary, you know. Um, I was a shadow of myself. I didn't even know how to explain it to my parents, but I knew that um, the first time I really did open up to them, I just really broke down, you know. I was like, hey, this isn't the child that you raised, you know. I used to be a happy kid, you know. Yeah, and I'm, I, I was a shadow of myself, and yeah, on the outside it looked like I was doing fine. I just had bought a house, you know, have a cool car that I liked, you know, have a cool job. I had a fiance at the time, and on paper, I was like far along, you know, and just like you were alluding to, like things just not did not feel right inside, you know. I, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was who I was supposed to be, you know.
0: It's um, crazy. That's almost. Identical story.
1: Yeah, and then I bumped into you in my backyard, in my HOA here, living in Irvine, and, you know, our our, our life journeys are very similar, and and it was really eye-opening, and here we are today, and I, I really, like, your message really stood out to me, and I'm really trying to amplify that more, because, just like you said, right, people don't really work on their life Managing their life in a whole You know like they, they don't really manage their life as a whole. They might manage fitness They might manage their nutrition, right, but they're not managing their energy their well-being their spirituality mm-hmm. And I think when we miss something so large You know like all the results we're we're, we're getting are inefficient, you know, they're, they're not maximized and It's insane that in society. It's not well-known, right? hmm it's not like, you know, popular, it's not, it's almost taboo, you know, to to even to talk about it, right? But I feel like it's so important and that's why I'm having you here today, just to talk about it, you know, and get this message even out there in, in, in the general public, I think would be a great start, you know, but the more that we can get this talked about and accepted in society, I think it would be a great positive step forward because God knows we need it you know like you see the divisive nature in society nowadays right left versus right
0: everything 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 from mass or no mass or left versus right or my country versus yours or I'm fitter than you or whatever it's
1: just it's polarizing life society nowadays especially in the last few years feels so polarized that like we kind of miss out on the beauty in life, and kind of like your your that quote on uh, spirituality is a science of happiness, right? The way I, I, I view spirituality is if life is a cake, right? Don't we want the, like the whole thing, like a, like a, the whole pizza rather than just a small like you know slice or slipper of it, right? Like, yeah,
0: or a layer of it,
1: right? right. There's so much more, and, and and I feel like we're missing out on that when we don't really look and see the bigger picture. And you know what's crazy? We talk about this at work all the time. We talk about like big picture thinking, root causes and what, whatnot. And we don't even do it for ourselves. Yeah, you know, know what i We don't
0: apply saying? it to our own life. Either.
1: Right, right, right. You know, like every time we had some like shit go down at work, uh, sorry. <laughs> every time we have something going down at work, we're like, let's look for the root cause of the problem. Let's, you know. Yeah. But we don't apply it to our, our life, our, our, our self, right? And it's, it's crazy to see like, you know, the world operates so unconscious to it all
0: yeah and i i mean from my journey just having that switch inside no matter where you are in life right you could be a student trying to figure out what you're going to do or you can be retired and still kind of figuring out like what what's my what am i going to do now or what's my purpose or whatever or you could be middle-aged and just be lost in work and family and all that right but i can tell you this just working on your i don't even know what the right word is your i guess your well-being um like that changes everything like every aspect because if whatever you're doing wherever you're at if you're just happier doing it like that changes it if you're happier internally of course your relationship with your spouse or your kids or your dogs neighbors coworkers is going to be better because now you're not easily irritated or you're not stressed or you're not letting them get or you're just in a good mood right right you're in a good mood so of course you're going to do nicer things you're going to work a little bit more efficiently um you don't have that distraction um and then if your health that's gonna go up because you're not stressed because you're internally you're at a good place you're not gonna be stressing over this and that because oh there's a problem okay I'm, I'm gonna do what I need to do and fix it and then kind of move on right but if you're in a bad state there's a problem it's like oh my gosh why me like there's always problems and it just goes on right but if you're in a good state it's like oh there's something I have to do do it right. and then move on right so like your whole aspect of life, wherever you are, whoever you are, like just being happier inside or just having that peace inside, like it's a game changer
1: right?
0: to you, um, to the people around you, probably to your work, um, your health, like your whole little world will be transformed. Right. Flipped upside down completely. Yeah. I was a little
1: bit more impulsive in my journey, but at the same time, like, what I went through the last few years can be classified as depression, you know, like, that's why I went to therapy, that's why I went to a psych- psychiatrist, right? And there's a term thrown around a lot nowadays, you know, depression, mental health, right? But I feel like the way we try to solve things, we, we, we try to solve things very specifically, like, hey, you know, like... This is the problem. Let's apply a bandaid over it, you know. Like if it's a chemical imbalance in your brain, let's imba- like let's get it back in balance by some set sort of drug, you know. But they never really tackled it. Big picture, right? Like, and this this journey, this the spiritual the spiritual like you know path that we kind of doe head first into. Life has
0: brought us into it.
1: Right life, Yeah, life really brings you into it. <laughs> the way I, I even fell into this journey was insane, but it really kind of, it really tries to solve it in a more holistic approach, but it tackles the bigger picture rather than just you know specific things. And, and, and I think really it is like the root too. Right. It, it, it is the root you really tackle the root cause of what causes. A lot of the feelings that you feel, right? The conflicts, the suffering mm-hmm. internally. Um and it's insane, right? Like I'm like a hundred and it's been a hundred and eighty like flip since whatever I felt last year, you know. I don't even want to revisit how I felt last year. You know and you're
0: just getting started. And David. I'm just getting started, you know? Like just so just getting started.
1: So that's why, you know, we're doing this. That's why we're trying to do this uh, our inaugural podcast episode just to Kind of get the message out there you know just to let people know that there is more to life than just the rat race the grind yeah. you know your title like your salary you know
0: yeah and I think in the further episodes I mean we don't have it planned out um, but I'm happy to share what I've learned Right. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna have the stuff that they want to ask you yeah, know and, and, and your, we're gonna be receptive to that you know right um,
1: there's it was a it, it was a journey for me to even Understand what it was right there. There are so many like different paths within the spiritual like journey that you can undertake. Yeah And it can be convoluted. It can be daunting Mm -hmm. um, And obviously because it's so not widely known or accepted or whatever it may be that like you may feel kind of scared to kind of toe the line a little bit, but That's why we wanted to do this, you know, just to make it known and like, you know, two regular Asian dudes, you know, and are in our thirties, can go through this, you know, and and see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, or yeah. see the light, right, in general, right. Um, and that it's not taboo, and that it doesn't need to be scary, you know, that there it, is more to life, you know,
0: and it needs to be talked about, right? It needs to be talked about. It needs to be talked about. Yeah, it needs to be talked about, because um, even I'm sure for both of us, what we did was. We had, we did everything society told us. Right. Went to school, went to college, got good grades, got a good job, worked our way up, steady, high paying job, get married, have, a I don't house. know about high paying, but you know.
1: <laughs> or, <laughs> we got a job, we got, a, yeah, we we got a, a, a good job, a very good job, you know. <laughs> and,
0: yeah, I mean, even with all that, like we were groomed that like, yes, this is what life's about, this is what you need to do, and then you'll be happy. Right. We did all that, and we found out that why it, why aren't we happy? Right. And I'm, I'm sure that actually being a coach and talking to people yeah. um, on a daily, and now I'm, and during my classes, I mean, a lot of people are more like, has well-paying jobs and right. good status. Especially in this area, you know, yeah. living
1: here in Irvine, right?
0: Right, and you find out too that like, yeah, they are doing well surface, but there's there something missing inside too, right. and they're not entirely happy or um, or happy. These are the piece. guys
1: attending your class. These are the guys that are focusing on their fitness. These are the guys that are actually you know spending the time and effort to work on something. Yeah. How many people out there are not doing that? You know, so we're missing like a whole chunk of people. You know. Yeah. And and the sooner or the 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 more widely accepted this conversation, this topic is, I think it could only be beneficial to not only, you know, us and whatnot, right? Yeah. And what we're trying to do, but just to the human
0: race in general, you know, like. Yeah. 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 I'm actually, now I'm excited. I'm really excited to see where this goes. Yeah. I was, I was just coaching, doing my own thing. And David started with boundless and kind of really meshed too, And he was like, man, you need to, share your story, you need to like get this info out there. Right. And it was
1: tough for me because CrossFit has been like, been, like 10 years removed from me and I get my ass kicked in all of these workouts every time, you know, and I was like, man, I still really like this just because the message that he's putting out is the right damn message and we need to get it out there, you know. And I came from like uh, just like a lifting gym background, you know, like just bodybuilder type thing and <laughs> not even bodybuilder, you know. <laughs> but the message was so right you know what I'm saying like the energy was so right every time I walked by Kevin in his class and seeing him do the meditation and I was practicing meditation by myself at home you know and I, when I saw that I was like man he's doing something right out here you know like what he's making his people do right like he's adding something so crucial that many people miss and like I had to be a part of it and now here we are you know And yeah. we're, we're gonna keep on doing what we're doing and continuing to Help and grow the community and
0: spread the word, provide resources, and, and, and provide you know. resources. We'll bring in some, yeah, we'll bring in some special guests and, yeah, all sorts. Yeah, whatever comes our way, whatever comes our way, because
1: I, I feel like this is crucial. I feel like it's crucial now more than ever. And there's a whole wave of, like, you know, youths coming up. In a wild, wild time, you know, riddled with like social media and all that, and and these are things that we're, we we weren't even like um, dealing with in our like teenage and our early adult life, mm-hmm. and now with the advent of technology and social media, I feel like it's even more crucial. That's uh, so, why so I'm even more excited, right? Like, I'm gonna be a father soon, and shit, you know, like we have to be we have to be better, right? Like, I have to be a better person, and. How do we do that? By giving back, you know, by, by providing something of value back to the community in some form or fashion, I feel like is the right step. Mm-hmm. And if it can make our community better here, then I'll be damned, you know, like, because we can then make a difference on a larger stage, yeah. um, you know, because... <laughs> I know for a fact my life purpose wasn't just being good at data or, or in Excel or whatnot. You know, or making graphs for some executive. You know, that there's more to life than just that. You know, and I'm pretty sure
0: you felt the same way. You know. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's why we were in that position. Right. But because we were in that position, that led us to. Right. This. So I don't look back on any of
1: those with any grievances. You know, like I look back on it like a, as a important in my life in in my journey right because it led me to where i am today to sit here right now you know everything happens for a reason right and totally
0: yeah and i think the big thing is we kind of did something about it whereas a lot of people they might get scared like this is happening but i can't like i have a good job like i have bills to pay like there's no way i can this or that um, or like go on this month retreat like Kevin does and I'm saying you don't have to right. I, that was my, part of my journey but what I've learned is you don't have to um, not at all and probably in the next coming episodes we can talk more about how you can just apply these little things into your own daily life that will make huge differences um, but yeah so I'm excited to see what's what's to come. So I hope you guys enjoyed, or at least got something out of it. Right. Um,
1: Our inaugural first episode, I hope we uh, kind of, you know, gave a good light, shed some light on Kevin's background, because I know a lot of you guys love Kevin and what he offers to the community, and you guys probably haven't had the time to really just sit and really listen and understand Kevin's journey, and I've been lucky enough to hear it, but you, it's it needs to be shared, you know, it needs to be known and
0: And man now that you're saying that there's like so much more detail in it that I didn't want to dive into and make this even longer than it is. Right. But dude, we can go have so many episodes on so right. many little things that it's just just to me is like mind boggling. Right. Um But anyways coming from a Engineering, practical, right. Um, everything like has to be logical, logical, and logical reason, to right? this whole other aspect. And to be honest, like this is way more freeing, so yeah. much more. and Coming from Asian, like an Asian background,
1: Asian parents, you know, um, very like strict, very like by the books. You know, do this yeah. in life, like career, 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 save, save, save. You know, happy at the end of it. You know, like work, work, work now and then, like. You know, be happy when you're 60. You know, and same, uh, you know, I have a very uh, analytical background in terms of my career. You know, so obviously, no, no experience with like religion or spirituality or any of that. You know, I didn't even know what God was, you know, like never talked about it. Same. And here I am today and wouldn't want to trade anything for it. Yeah. So, thank you for listening to our uh, first podcast.
0: Yeah, episode that was good. I think it went well. Hope you guys enjoy it. Yes, hope you guys enjoy it. See you guys next time.